You're listening to Called the Homeschool, episode number 74, Family School. This is your manual to becoming the amazing homeschool mom you were called to be. Hey, welcome back to Call to Homeschool. I am back with another special guest this week. This is Marin. I hope I'm saying, I didn't even check that that's how you pronounce your name right. Is that right? Yes. Yep, okay. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Karin and I talked a little bit last week how we wanted to do the next several weeks about different types of curriculum just to give you a taste of what's out there because your curriculum's a buffet. And so sometimes it's nice to know what's in the buffet before you try to sample parts of it. So Marin is my Instagram friend that I have never met, but I get to meet in a few days and I'm excited about that. So Marin, tell us a little bit about you. Oh gosh. So I am a mom of six and my husband and I, our family, we live in Southern Utah. Uh, we're in St. George. It's the southernmost part of Utah. So we don't snow ski. People always ask us that when they find out we live in Utah. No, it's, we live in the desert. <laughs> so no, we don't. Um, and yeah, we just, we've been married for, I should know the answer, 21 years. Um, this is 17. Uh, she's a girl. And then we have a 15 year old daughter, a 14 year old son, an 11 year old daughter, an eight year old son, and a seven year old son. So pretty busy. And we kind of have a wide range of ages to work with, which is really fun. So, so yeah, that, that's kind of us. We have like a little wannabe urban homestead. We have some goats and chickens and all of that kind of fun stuff in a big garden. So we stay busy with that, but yeah, that's kind of us. Is that, do you want more than that? No, that's great. But how's gardening in St. George in the summertime? Oh my goodness. Possible. Yeah. Tell people what the temps are in St. George in the summertime, I guess. Oh my gosh. Well, right now it's when we're in September, middle of September, and it's still a hundred (laughs) degrees. In, in the day, like it was 103 today, but yeah, the hottest it gets is generally, I would say the hottest is like 115. Yeah. So we're pretty much, we kind of match Las Vegas weather. So yeah, pretty hot, but yeah. So gardening in the summer in St. George is difficult. Um, you definitely need to use some shade, lots of water. Um, so yeah, so there's some tips and tricks, but, but yeah, it's, it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, so how long have you been homeschooling? This is our fifth year. Um, yeah. And we just, we kind of started, it was kind of funny how it all started. I, we were done having children and my focus just kind of turned to, okay, we're done having children. Now I need to focus on raising our children and what do I want that to look like? And so just really prayerful. And, um, short answer is God made me do it (laughs) for sure. Um, but no, truthfully, it was something that I had admired for years. Like I, I knew a few, I didn't know a lot of homeschoolers, but I knew a few and it was something that I just kind of really admired and I admired their family culture. I admired the relationships that they had. And so when I really started thinking like, what do I want our family culture to look like? Homeschool just kept coming up. It kept coming to my mind. I kept seeing things on social media, or I would, you know, bump into an old friend from high school and, oh, surprise, they homeschool, you know? And so it was just, it was like in my face so much that I was like, okay, (laughs) I think maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. And so, yeah, just lots of prayer and 
and that was kind of the way we were led. And it was funny though, because my husband and I would kind of joke about homeschoolers, right? Like we'd be like, yeah. you know, the weird homeschoolers <laughs> and stuff. And so I had no idea if he would be on board. And so I just kind of, but, but in, for me, I knew that it wasn't something I was going to do if my husband wasn't on board. And so I just kind of approached him with it one day and was like, what do you think about this? And he was like, that's interesting. I've actually wanted you to homeschool for a while now, but I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to be the one to bring it up since it's like all you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So that, and so we just kind of went for it and I started with one daughter first who kind of struggled with math a little bit. And so a little bit of backstory, we had been in a charter school up, up to that point. Um, and then we had moved to a different area. And so we ended up putting them in public school and they just really struggled with the common core math. And so, especially this one daughter. And so I was like, well, let's just bring her home first, see how it goes. And then maybe we'll bring the rest of them home by Christmas time. Um, but honestly, we didn't even make it to fall break before I was like, and we're done. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. coming home. And they did. And we haven't really looked back. It's been awesome. We've, it's been a really good fit for our family, for sure. That's fun. Well, I think our podcast is called The Homeschool because Karn and I felt that. And it was cute. One of my new clients said, I Googled, I feel called to homeschool. Now, what do I do? And she goes, and your <laughs> podcast pulled up. So I think a lot of moms are feeling that pull and that push of creating these amazing families and homeschool is a really great avenue to do that with. So that's awesome. Way to trust your gut because it's not yeah, well, yeah. It's scary <laughs> it's, in the beginning. Be hard. Yeah. <laughs> hard and scary sometimes, but it's been good. So I wanted to know a little bit too, before we dive into curriculum, is that you were recently in a homeschool documentary and I don't know much about it, but I'd love to hear your, what it was and your thoughts about it. Okay. Yeah, sure. It was, it was such a cool experience. Never in my life did I think I would be part of a documentary. Um, but in St. George, we have, there's a couple, husband and wife that do, do things like this. They do documentaries. Her husband's very into like video videography and things like that. And, um, they, they have their own whole interesting story of how they came to homeschool, but they just both really felt called to make this documentary about homeschool. Cause they were looking around and there really wasn't any, that they could find really good, honest documentaries about it. And so they set out to do that. I think they started about three years ago. So it took about three years of filming and editing and all of that. Um, and then they just released it this summer. Um, and it's called weirdos. <laughs> which is such a funny name. <laughs> we all joke about it, that we're all proud to be weirdos. Um, but yeah, so it's called weirdos, a homeschool documentary. And I think you can just find, it. I know it's on Vimeo. Um, but I think even if you just Googled that, you would find it. Um, but it was really cool. They just, they interviewed tons of people in the community, um, about their different experiences and how they homeschool and why, and, and, and all that. And they gave a lot of the history and the science behind it and the facts and statistics and all that. So it's, it's, but it's not a, a dry documentary at all. That sort of made it sound like it was boring, <laughs> but it's, it's really cool. They came to um, our house and just kind of videoed us having a homeschool day and have the chaos and yeah, and on the couches and <laughs> the exactly. real, real side of it. <laughs> yeah. I think they edited a lot of that out. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it was, it was, it's really cool. It's a really, they did a wonderful job. It's beautiful too, because they just captured a lot of Southern Utah scenery and stuff. And 
and a lot of different relationships within different families and stuff. It's, it's really neat. It's, oh, that's fun. I got contacted one time. Somebody was making like a reality show of homeschoolers and we're like, who has the most drama? And I thought, oh, wrong group. Like, <laughs> like your mom group doesn't really have drama. Like it's very intentional women creating amazing things. Right. So I thought, oh no, sorry. You yeah, have the wrong crowd. <laughs> yeah. I think the most dramatic thing that ever happens is, um, controversy over books, right? Over literature, <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Fighting over has the best book list or oh, seriously or i have this program we all need to try it like oh, okay like we'll all, we'll all jump in <laughs> yep <laughs> exactly okay so we're gonna dive in and you have been using family school is that correct yes. and do they call it a family school from american heritage or what is like the official title of you know the name has kind of seemed to evolve a little bit when we very first started it was just called the family school and then they kind of started to add in the Family School at American Heritage. And I think even now they might be transitioning it to calling it American Heritage Online. Okay. Um, so, so there's a lot of like different ways you could look it up, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, so it's basically what it is, is there is a private school in Northern Utah in American Fort called American Heritage Academy. And um, they, about 10 years ago, they had enough requests from homeschoolers saying, hey, we would love to send our kids to your school, but we don't live in Northern Utah. So would you make your curriculum available online for homeschoolers? And so they did, um, which is awesome. Um, we really love it. It is, so when, when I first started looking into curriculum, which can be super overwhelming, mm -hmm. right? A million options out there. But I knew that for me, having a big family, I was, I needed something that was going to be, um, Kind of what they refer to as that one room school room approach like i knew that there was no way i was going to be able to sit down with every kid for every subject every day and so i loved the idea of teaching all the kids the same lesson and then they would each have different assignments based on their level and so i really liked that i was like oh, okay i can do that i can do one science lesson for all the kids and then their different assignments will be geared towards the level that they're at and so that seemed very doable <laughs> for me especially yeah. out um the other thing that i loved about it um is i felt like too if i was going to go to all this effort i really wanted um god to be a part of that curriculum i think that's one of the saddest things about public school is that god has been completely taken out of it um, and so i knew for us that i wanted that to be a part of it and then we're members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints or lds mormons whatever um, and so I kind of wanted that to be a part of it as well. And that then this curriculum has that. So it's an LDS gospel based curriculum. And so every lesson has, you know, scriptures from the Bible and the Book of Mormon. It has quotes from our church leaders, um, which I just think is really cool that they've incorporated all of that into every subject, every lesson. And it just flows seamlessly. And, and it's it's been really awesome. I feel like I've, I've probably learned more than my kids, I'm sure. <laughs> so That is the truth. I feel that way with all the subjects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So kind of give us an outlook of what would like a traditional day of school look like then for your family. Okay. Yeah, sure. So, um, so the family school or American Heritage Online, whatever you want to call it, they have six subjects right now. They have, um, science, geography, history, literature, 
music and art. Did I name six? I, think. I don't know. I wasn't counting. I it sounds like it was. <laughs> I think I did. So they do not have language arts as of yet. I know they're working on it. It's coming and they do not have math yet. Okay. It's the same thing. It's, it's in the works. It's coming. Um, and so the, the way I choose to do it, you can either do, you know, some people will rotate through and do, you know, Monday is science, Tuesday is history, Thursday is geography, and just kind of rotate through that way. And I started out that way. Um, and not, there's nothing wrong with that, but for me and my kids, I felt like by the time we were cycling back around to sci science, mm -hmm. it had forgotten what we had talked about the week before. So I felt like I was spending a ton of time trying to like refresh their memory and jog their memory. So, um, so anyway, so I switched over to doing where we would just do a whole subject until that course was done. And so okay. we'll, we'll pick science and then we'll look through the science courses and pick a course and then we'll just do that whole course and most of the courses have 35 lessons and so we'll just work through all 35 of those lessons before we move on to a different subject and so we'll be doing science for like oh like a month and then we'll move to history and we'll do those 35 lessons if that makes sense and yeah. so i and i love that because i feel like then we can really dive deep and I'm not jumping around from subject. I feel like we can really dive deep into whatever that subject is for like a whole month. And like all of our field trips can be about that. Our family home meetings can be about that. Our movies that we watch as a family can kind of be geared towards that. And so it just really, you can really immerse your family into whatever, whatever it is that you're studying. And so, um, so, but our, our day kind of looks like, so we'll start with, um, first thing we do together is devotional. We do that all together. Um, and that would kind of be, some people refer to that as like a morning basket or morning time. Um, there's kind of some different names for it. We just call it devotional. And so um, with that, we'll do a prayer, a song. Um, we'll read some scriptures. We'll do some recitation. I said that right. Yeah. Recitation. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After I said it, it didn't sound right. Um, just some things that we've been memorizing. Um, what else? Oh, we do the pledge. We do it in sign language, which is kind of fun. And that's actually one of our parts in that homeschool documentary is, is our family standing there doing the pledge in sign language. And the whole time I'm thinking, please don't mess up. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we're signing this right. Right. Oh, but anyway, and, um, and then we do our read aloud at that time as well. And so, um, and that's just kind of how we start our day. And that whole thing will take about an hour um, we also do like our family motto during that, like we'll recite that. Um, but it's just really kind of our time to come together, to start our day together on a good note. Um, and then we go from there. And then from that point, everybody kind of branches out and does um, what we call their individual studies, which would be um, like their math and spelling. Um, what else? Typing creative writing, um, any of that kind of stuff that's more very like geared toward a certain level. They'll work through that stuff. And my three older kids at this point, like I said, they're um, 14, 15, and 17. They're very independent at this point. They really don't need much from me. Um, I'm really just kind of more like a resource <laughs> for yeah. them, helping them find the resources they need and, you know, giving advice and that kind of a thing. Um, and so during that time, I'm helping my three younger kids more. I'm a lot more hands-on with them. And then, you know, just however long that takes them, we break for lunch 
and then you know lunch and chores and then after lunch is when we do our family school lessons so if it's science or geography or history or whatever course we have rotated to then that's when we do our lesson is in the afternoon and then however long the lesson takes us um and that's the other thing too um i think sometimes and not just with the family school i think with any curriculum sometimes people kind of let it rule them and they think like, oh, I've got to get this whole lesson done today and they stress or, you know, I've got to have this many lessons done by this time. And luckily after enough years, I've been able to let that go. And so if one lesson takes us more than a day or two days, cause we really dive deep or we go down different rabbit holes, then I'm totally good with that. So I don't really stress about that a whole lot. Cause I just know that like, we're going to move from this lesson to the next one, to the next one. And then when that's over, we're going to move to the next subject and course and so i don't really stress too much about like a, a strict timeline with that if that makes sense and yeah. so so yeah and then i just we try really hard to be done by you know around three because that's when everybody else is getting out of school and friends are coming around and kids have you know extracurricular stuff going on and, and things like that so that's that's kind of a basic day i mean it, it changes of course right. if field trips or co-op or whatever but that's that's a pretty typical day for us. So how many days a week do you guys homeschool? We do all five. We do Monday through Friday, but um, on if we don't have co-op that week, then we do poetry tea time in the afternoon instead of our family school lesson. Okay. So poetry tea time or co-op once a week. And so, so like family school lesson, we're only doing four of those four days of that. And so not necessarily four lessons, just because like I said, sometimes a lesson will take longer than one day, but, but yeah, that's kind of how it works for us. Yeah. So, and it sounds like that they basically give you the whole lesson and maybe you get supplies with it, but you don't have to think a whole lot. It's just handed to you. Yeah. It's pretty much open and go. They, I mean, you could literally just straight read it, read the script that they have written for you if you needed to. And um, sometimes people will start out that way, but then you kind of loosen up and you get used to it and you can kind of more ad lib and stuff. And so the way I prep for my lessons is Sunday night, I'll just kind of read through the few lessons that I think we're probably going to do that week. And I'll kind of check the, because at the beginning of the lesson, they'll have a materials list. Like if, you know, all the different things that you would need to kind of gather from your house for, you know, because they kind of always start with an object lesson. Um, not that you have to do those, but mm -hmm. if you want, you kind of want to gather those supplies and anything else to make any copies um, or print, you know, print anything that you want. Um, and that's the thing I loved about it. Is there wasn't a, a bunch of curriculum to buy. It's all online. And so you pay a lifetime membership. They have a few different options that way um, is how you want to pay for it and, and start up that way. But and so I liked that you just pay that fee monthly or yearly or, you know, lifetime. And then you have access to every subject, every lesson, all of it for that, for your whole family. And so it's very affordable that way too, which, which is important. Um, but anyway, and so at the beginning of each lesson, they have a list of materials you can gather. And so I'll just kind of look through my lessons for the week. And then, you know, if there's anything special that I need to get, I just kind of make a note of that just kind of I'll like just glance through the lessons just to see kind of what they're about and then that's it and then on the actual day day of all the kids 
kids are eating lunch and doing some chores, I'll sit down and read more specifically through the lesson. There's anything else I want to add or personal because then I can kind of get my mind going to add. Um, and then that way I'm just really, it's routine. And so that's, that's kind of how, how I prep. You have the internet and you can read it. So. That's awesome. That's fun. And you guys have been doing it for the last five years. Yeah. Yep. We have used that pretty exclusively for the last five years. And yeah, we've, we've really liked it. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I learn more than my kids do. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. On the flip side, is there anything you wish that was a little bit different about it? Oh, man. Um, I wish I had math. Yeah. <laughs> so the math, maybe <laughs> language arts. <laughs> They're working on that. Yeah. 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 Other than that, I can't really, nothing really comes to mind. Um, if anything comes to mind, I'll... <laughs> Yeah. I can't think of anything. I even, I mean, even high school, the older kids, they have accredited options, which I think is really neat. They have, so with the accredited classes, um, you can either do self-paced or you can do um, the regular pace where you're, you know, you have deadlines. And so it, when you're doing those accredited classes, you're turning in your assignments to a teacher at American Heritage. And then they're giving feedback and giving grades and things like that. But you can either do it self-paced where you're just kind of doing it at your pace, obviously self-paced, or um, you can do it with the schedule that the teacher has, which is a little more, a little more intensive, right? So usually with my older kids, the way I start is eighth grade, you know, when credits don't matter anyway, is when I have them start doing it and they'll do the self-paced one just to kind of get an idea of like how this works. And now they're kind of doing it more on their own without me so much. Um, and then they're just turning in their assignments to me and I'm checking them. And then once they hit ninth grade, then I have them do um, the accredited where they're turning it into a teacher and they've got the deadline and they're getting the feedback from the teacher. So I think that's a, a good experience for them to have, especially if they're going to go to college or, you know, something like that. So that's kind of how we've done it in our family. Although that has evolved as well because once I knew what my two older girls wanted to do after school, we realized, like after high school, we realized they didn't really need credits anyway. Yes. Because <laughs> so, they both want to do trade schools. And so we're like, oh, okay, let's kind of shift gears. And so we aren't worrying about credits now. And so it's a little more flexible that way. And so, but then my son, who's ninth grade now, doesn't know what he wants to do. And so we're just kind of moving moving along that way just so that he's earning some credits um, to go towards college if he chooses to do that. So that's, that's kind of how it works for us. That, that's awesome. So are they, um, when you say accredited towards college, are they AP classes or are they concurrent enrollment classes? They are, well, they do have AP classes, but other than that, they're just, yeah, they're just concurrent. I believe that would, it's what it would be called concurrent enrollment because it's just high school classes, but you're doing it online or like virtually, I guess you could say, which a lot of people are doing now anyway. Right. <laughs> so it works out well that way. But, um, but yeah, they do have AP classes. My one daughter has taken AP biology. Um, so yeah, there's, they have a lot of options um, with those accredited classes, which is really cool. So that's fun. I actually, I live near American Heritage 
and uh, that's what I thought I was going to put my kids in was a private school. And so we did like a mini private school that was kind of like helps funnel kids from that school to that school. And after one year, I was like, oh, mm. never mind. We're actually just going to homeschool. So we never actually <laughs> went. To- <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a great school. So that's really awesome. Uh, just what's your favorite thing that let's just end with what's your favorite thing about homeschooling that you didn't foresee that would be something that you love so much? Oh man. Um, the time with my kids, because I think that was really kind of scary and daunting, which sounds sad to say that out loud. But when you think of, and I hadn't even gotten to the point where all of my kids were gone at public school all day anyway. I hadn't really, I still had two little kids at home when we started to homeschool. So I hadn't even gotten to that point where all the kids were gone, but I can totally see how that would be a big deal for people. Um, because it is like that idea of, okay, my kids are going to be home with me all day, (laughs) every day can seem a little bit daunting, especially if you have a big family, but very quickly I realized, oh wow, no. Okay. Yeah. This is actually my favorite part because we have so much time together. Nothing feels rushed anymore. I felt like when we were in public school, everything was so rushed and I just felt like we were living someone else's schedule and we, I didn't really get to be the mom I wanted to be. We weren't really having the family culture that I wanted. I felt like someone else was in charge of our whole life. It kind of felt like, and so now we get all the time we want. We can take as long as we want or as fast as we want with certain things. And so I think, I think it's just the time is probably my favorite part. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and I will leave a link to family school in the show notes and you guys can go check it out. And this is just one of the many options of curriculum out there. And if this is a style that would work great for your family, I encourage you to go check it out. So Marin, thank you so much and have a great night. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Call to Homeschool. Be sure to subscribe and we'd love to hear your comments or questions. You can find all our show notes on calledtohome.com.